0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. It's great to be with you and it's great to have the opportunity to share something with you. You know, hopefully most of you have heard the news about myself and Dee leaving Life Central at the end of the year. You know, it's an exciting opportunity um, from Elim to plant a church, but it's been an incredibly hard decision. You guys are a family and we love you dearly. You know, 15 years ago, I was totally broken and I walked in off the street. I got saved in this church. I got baptised in this church. I got married in this church. I've seen my kids come to faith in this church. And it's been a difficult decision, um, but we feel God is in this, and we really want to be, be obedient and keep moving forward to, to what he's saying. It's here I want to thank you for, for all of the emails, the, the, the messages that I've had from, from you guys, from family. We've been blown uh, away by that. And it's here I personally want to thank Leon uh, and the elders um, for all that he's invested in me. You know, during this time, he's, he maybe t- took a, a chance when, you know, when I come in, he's given me a, an opportunity to lead, to, to grow, and he's invested in, in me. And I am so thankful um, for that. This evening, I, I want to talk about, as Leon said, about keep moving forwards and this is not just about me and, and my news, it's, it's about all of us um, as we keep pursuing the, the, the call of God on each of our lives and I, I want to start by asking uh, a question. You know, when life throws a curveball, what do you do? And let's be honest, we've all been thrown a, a bit of a curveball this year, haven't we? T- 2020 has been a, a crazy year and guess what? it's not over yet. You know, when life throws you a, a curveball, do you hit it back out the park? When life hits you hard, do you hit back harder? When life knocks you down, do you do a burpee? Or are you like the other, the, the normal 99% of the population? You know, when life hits you hard, man, it, it hits you for six. You feel Overwhelmed, you feel stuck, you feel like giving up. You know, I understand what those motivational quotes are trying to do and even evoke in us. But I want you to know right here that we have something far greater than catchy phrases and cliches. Cliches. See, we have the, the truth. And it's the truth, guys, that sets you free. I want to encourage you here that you can keep moving forwards despite what's happened to you or what's happening around you. I don't know the difficult decision or circumstance you're, you're going through not right now or, or what you'll face in the future. But I do know these truths. God's grace is sufficient for you. His power works best in weakness his mercies are new every morning. Um, his mercies are new every morning. He is close to those who trust in him. You know, if you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is your refuge and your strength an ever-present help in times of trouble. There's more. The Lord himself is your strength and your defence. He goes before you and will be with you wherever you may go. You don't have to fear or be dismayed because he is your God and he will strengthen you and help you. He will uphold you. He will take care of you. You want more, there's still more. His love is unfailing, his compassion unending, his mercy unwavering there is nowhere you can go to escape God's love. And that's truth right there. And you can keep moving forward because it's God's will for your life. You know, difficulty, disappointment and pain, it can act as an armchair to your faith. You know, if the enemy can cause you to sit down and then keep you seated, he's one, <laughs> because he keeps you from moving into your destiny with Christ. And unfortunately, there are many Christians today who have taken a seat in their journey with Christ instead of moving into their destiny with him. You know, you can be sitting with Christ, but not moving with him. What do I mean there? Well, here's some indicators. You know, maybe your needs have started to come before meeting the needs of others. Maybe you haven't stepped out in faith for a long time. Maybe you haven't heard God's voice for a long time. Or maybe you have, but you haven't acted on it. Then I want you to know that you can be sitting with Christ, but not moved by him. See, so maybe you've become a little cynical in your faith as a result of unanswered prayer or disappointment. You've stopped praying and, and talking to God as, as much as you used to. And you might find it hard to, to fully engage and enter in to worship. Ah, oh, these are all signs that you've taken a seat in your journey with Christ. And unless you do something about it, And keep moving forward, sitting can prove deadly. In the Bible, I wanna show you people that sat with Jesus but weren't moving with Jesus and how that can prove to be deadly. The first story is in Luke 5, chapters 17 to 19. It's a story about a bunch of friends who have heard that Jesus is in town. They've also heard that this guy, Jesus, has healed many people. These friends have another friend who's paralysed. And they know that all they have to do is, is get their friend in front of Jesus and he will be healed They totally believe that and they'll stop at nothing to get him in front of Jesus. You know, we'll pick the story up in a minute, but I want to concentrate on some other people that were there that day. They were there for a different reason. They may have been there with Jesus, but they were not really for Jesus. Luke 5 verses 17 to 19 say this. One day Jesus was teaching Jesus And Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. That's the clue. They're the other people. They had come from every village of Galilee, from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralysed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, They went up to the roof and lowered him on the mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. You know, that's an incredible healing miracle. But even as that happens, there's some people just sitting there. I want you to know there is always a group that is just sitting there. And guys, sometimes that can be us. You see, sitting can be passive, sitting can be indecisive, sitting can be dismissive, and sitting can be dangerous, even deadly. And I'll show you that in a minute. Jesus was teaching, but they were just sitting there. They had travelled from various places to be with Jesus, and they just sat there. And it looked like they were with Jesus, but sitting there doesn't mean a thing it doesn't mean that you're with him. These people were opposed opposed to the power of the Lord that was definitely with Jesus. There are carriers and there are consumers, and then there are onlookers, neither giving nor receiving a thing. You know, in a scene that would appear to be quite dangerous, you know, dropping a, a paralyzed man through the roof doesn't happen every day. And those who are just sitting there are the ones in greatest danger. Just think if their friend had dropped him. You know, sitting can be dangerous. It's even deadly, and I'll show you. There's another story in Acts 20 and verse 9. It may be wrong of me, but I find this story quite funny. The Apostle Paul is on his travels, and he's in a place called Troas, He's about to leave that place. But the night before, he, he wants to speak to the people there. He's passionate about what he wants to communicate to them. He, he doesn't know if he'll get to see these folks again. So he really wants to encourage them. And he goes on a bit. Until the, in, into the early hours of the morning. It's then that a guy called Eutychus falls asleep while sitting and listening. Acts 20 and verse 9 says this Seated in a window was a young man named Eutychus who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. All great preachers send people to sleep. It's really helped me knowing that information. Coming back to the story, please don't worry, it it all ends well. Paul stops speaking for a moment and he raises Eutychus from the dead. And then he continues where he left off, speaking until dawn. I love how Luke, the the writer of this story, tells it. He says that Paul talked on and on. You know, there's no doubt that Paul went on for, for a long time. But what struck me about this story, first is that Eutychus is sitting next to an open window, three stories up. Man, that is dangerous. But what also speaks to me is that his posture of sitting. You see, if he was leaning in and if he was engaged, he may not have fallen asleep. Then he may not have leant backwards and fell to his death. You see, it's not just enough to be sitting. If you want to keep moving forward, you have to be fully present. You have to be engaged. See, when you are in the sitting group, you have far too much time to think. In in the first story, the, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to think to themselves. Luke 5 verse 21 says this, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Man, this is something that can happen to us. We can miss the miracle and even moan about it because we've stopped moving with Jesus. When we're in the sitting group uh, and we're not moving with Jesus, we, we tend to not reach out to others. And we don't do that if we're not bringing healing and if we're not helping others to get to Christ. You know, if that's become the case, be careful because you may also easily become offended. You see, when you're just sitting there, you have too much time on your hands to watch, to observe, to think, which can cause you to become critical and cynical but activity and focus. Staying in tune with the Lord, leaning in, being led by the Spirit means stopping or sitting isn't an option. To keep growing in all that God has for us, we have to keep going. And guys, I want you to know right here and right now that you have a comforter, you have a helper, you have an advocate with the father you have the holy spirit who gives you power to keep moving forwards and you can experience him on a daily basis and you know before anyone quotes me here and uses that be still and know that i am god i get that being still is necessary but it's, totally a, it's a totally different posture to just sitting and not being fully present. So have you sat down recently and not realised it? You know, it may be that you're just exhausted and you've sat for a while, but you've ended up staying in the armchair. It may be that you're anxious and worried. You're concerned about the future. It may be that you have financial pressures. You you don't know how you're going to pay your your next bill. It may be a a health scare, a a difficult relationship or or job issue. Man, whatever it may be, it has caused you to sit down and now you know deep inside that you're not really moving with God. I want to encourage you here to, to stand up and to keep moving forward. See, God not only wants you to come through, he makes a way for you to come through. But we, can only, we can't do that when we're sitting down. Huh. You know, in this next season, it's, it's a significant one for us all. I said earlier that 2020 hasn't ended yet. And let's not be too quick to write it off because God is clearly moving and he's inviting us to move with him. But guys, we have to change our posture. You know, the landscape may look different, but the one who created the land hasn't changed. He is with you and for you. So if things have caused you to take a seat and you no longer want to stay in the armchair, what are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? I want to give you three quick things that help me to keep moving forward. We've heard some of them already this evening. The first one is be thankful. Man, it's hard to be critical or cynical when you're thankful. Start your day with something you're thankful for. And then throughout your day, notice other things to be thankful for. Number two is trust. And trust is having the confidence that God will do what he says he will. Trust is keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus and not the things around you. Trust is knowing that whatever your future holds, God is holding you. Then the third one is use your testimony. And man, that was a great song we started with this evening, wasn't it? We overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. God is always writing your story. He's always adding to your testimony. Never take that for granted. Use it to remind yourself, and especially the enemy, next time he, he tempts you with the armchair. And then use it to encourage others of the goodness of God. Keep moving forward. Remember, God not only wants you to keep moving forward, he makes a way for you. God is always moving and he invites us to move with him. He's a, a way maker. And as I come to a close, we're gonna finish with this incredible song. We're gonna remind ourselves of who God is, which will help us to keep moving forward. And as we sing this, I want us to do something symbolic. Is that okay? Whenever and wherever you're watching this, and if it's safe to do so, could you stand as a prophetic statement to say that you're done with sitting? You're done with feeling stuck. You're done with the armchair that the enemy tempts you with. And from this moment on, you want to keep moving forward. You know, in living rooms, dining rooms, kitchens, bedrooms, wherever it is you're watching this, let's make a, a stand and declare these amazing words and be committed to keep moving forwards. Not in our own strength, but in His. Because God is our way maker.